The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, it's another one. That's it. Wow. Gina Mazzani. 1-0 at 125, and I intend on just getting better and better. Gina Danger Eighth UFC win for Caitlin Chukagian. I thought she looked outstanding. Put me as a 2-1 to underdog, and I'll keep winning. Caitlin All right, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, today, Matt and I have a busy show. We're going to be joined. And Matt, I'm glad you're here for some reason. I wasn't sure if you were going to be here today. I'm happy you are. We have Bobby Witt Jr., who is a, a prospect uh, in Major League Baseball, um, drafted number two in the uh, 2019 draft. We also have Caitlin Sukagan, our old friend, is uh, rejoining us. And uh, Gina Mazzani making her first appearance on Unfiltered. Oh, no. We spoke. Well, I spoke to her off air. Well, that doesn't I, count I, as being on Unfiltered. No, 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 I'm trying to think. She had to be on here. Why is she? I don't know. You know, I run into her and a, uh, her fiance or husband or boyfriend. What, I, I Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott. I like him. I like that couple. Yeah. Very, very good. I like most MMA couples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They came a long way from Tito and Jenna. <laughs> I know. Well, they're my favorite. Stop. Listen. But uh, anyway, Jimmy is very funny. Very good sense of humor. On her Instagram. She does jokes all the time. Jimmy, I know you're a comedian, but I'm telling you, it's almost like extra corny jokes. She's like, oh, people tell me to keep stop. People keep telling me. I, this one, I remember this is the pretty much, I'm going to paraphrase. It was people keep telling me to stop juggling, juggling bricks. And then one day it hit me or something like that. It's funny. I, I thought it was, I don't know. And then there's a picture of her being silly. I like. <laughs> What? What happened? I'm sorry. <laughs> Jamie, it wasn't me. It's Gina. I didn't come up with these. All jokes. right. Well, I, I won't click off on Gina. Obviously, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to her Instagram while we're talking about this, and I'm gonna look at some of the other jokes she says. Okay. Okay. That's it's gonna be fun. I did it. Yay! Hello. There she is. <laughs> Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, you're uh, you were trying to hook. You said you did it. You were getting the camera and stuff situated. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the best with technology stuff. Oh, it's okay. Join the club. I've been running to Caitlin <laughs> a lot at my place. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, taking some private lessons with Jedi Jason Rao. Yep. It's kind of a nice. Um, you know, before I used to train with like all the guys from your gym at, at Henzo's, and then uh, it kind of was a blessing where I stopped going to Henzo's like, when Danaher left. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Sarah's. I talked to Jason. And then when I walked in. I was like, oh, this is, everyone's here. These are all the same. I know so many people. And I was like, oh, my God, this is nice. This is like 25 minutes from my house. I'm like, I don't have to go into the city anymore. I'm like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Well, she's talking about. Yeah, no, it's been really great. I it's love a great it. Atmosphere, no? The atmosphere is oh, I love it's it. a great atmosphere, Jimmy. Everybody's welcome, Jimmy. Yeah. You want to fly down. 
I definitely will. I just, it's just a matter of getting in. I mean, uh, I'm going to go back to uh, Jimmy Rivera because he's close to me. A lot of times it's being close. It's just helpful to be close. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. You got like, you know, genius mind, like Jason Rao. He's such a, one of my students. He's fucking, he's so phenomenal. And uh, yeah, so it's been great uh, seeing you lately. Yeah, no, I've been loving, uh, loving uh, training there. How great. long would it take you to get to Henzo's place from where you live? I mean, like door to, I would take the train into the city, like door to door oh. would be like, like a, an hour, hour and 10 minutes. That's not bad. Still That's not terrible. Yeah. But being on the train and stuff, carrying all my, carrying all my bags, it's kind of annoying. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I take for granted living in the city. Everything is like 15 minutes or less an hour on the train after you've been, been, uh, been rolling probably sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely uh, nicer to be here. Who's uh, who's working the corner? I'm going to see you out there, buddy. I'm going to be out there doing looking for a fight. OK, nice. Yeah, I have um, uh, Mark Henry um, and then my my teammates, uh, Ryan Caparo and Sajara Eubanks. Oh, very nice. I, I yeah. just seen uh, Frank Yeager recently. I just did his podcast. What a, what a what a fun time I had over there. The champ and yeah. the tramp to give that. A, yeah, uh, it's funny. A plug. That's a fun time. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Has it aired yet or no? Is it I, out now? I don't know if it's out. Like uh, you can watch it, but you can definitely listen to it. You would know that if you subscribe to the Champ and the Tramp and supported our good friend Frankie Edgar, like I do. I was, you know, you get weird. You go through these. I was looking at Frankie Edgar's uh, Instagram last night. He's just such a nice oh, family. Yeah. You know, the, the wife and the three kids. And I just, I was a Mother's Day post. So I just kind of went down and I was just looking at Frankie's Instagram. It's weird to see these guys have such normal, nice yeah. lives. Then you step <laughs> into the cage. <laughs> such a beautiful. Yeah, he's got a crazy, uh, big dog, scary dog. Biggie. Yeah, that was the picture. Yeah, I saw a picture of that. Uh, I, I forget what it was. It's, it's like a pit bull. I yeah, think, right? but it's like not just a regular pit bull. It's like a jacked up, like, if you go to the front door, you're like, whoa, okay. I'm like, I love dogs. I'm not scared of dogs, but I was a little like, uh, at first seeing that dog, but it was super nice. It's got a head bigger than mine. <laughs> yeah. Huge head, you know? Yeah. Did it, uh, is it Frankie Edgar isn't fucking dangerous enough? Um, but that's probably more for his family too. Like if he goes away, he probably wants to know that there's someone in the house that can take care. I mean, that's a great alarm system. Yeah, for sure. Pitbull. For sure. Um, that one is. Do you own a dog? Do you have any pets? Yeah, I have a French bulldog. I don't know if it's really, if people are going to be super intimidated by it when they come to the house, but, uh, but he definitely likes to cuddle and he, he's a good companion. I love him. Now, do you worry, Caitlin, because those dogs are so sought after, like that's why Lady Gaga's dog walker got robbed because they wanted to steal the dogs. Do you worry walking around with your dog that someone's going to try to take it? Yeah, after like all that happened, like my mom was texting me. She's like, be careful walking the dog, you know, all this. And uh, it, it's super funny. But I'm like, I kind of walk and I'm like, people look at me and I'm like, I wish they would come up to me, you know, try to steal my dog. Now, how does your dog breathe? Because they have a weird, sorry, Matt, they have weird breathing uh, French bulldogs. Uh, yeah, he's like very, very, you know, very loud. You know, when I go, to, I take him to the dog park and people are so snotty. They're like, uh, I like those dogs, but they have breathing problems i'm like yeah it sounds like you uh, right? you know like people are like back <laughs> up we're like they get so snotty about it they're like oh why does he sound like that yeah i'm like you give them some breathing you give them some, i seen you rolling lately lately you'll give them some breathing problems <laughs> yeah exactly i'm like they're fighting for you know fighting in the dog park I saw a, i saw a clip it was so horrible i don't know if it was on the fucking nature is metal or some shit on Instagram somewhere, but it was a dog that like fell into the thing and an alligator fucking got it. I and saw I, that. Like, it was like, a, it was like a, a dock somewhere and it's like, no, uh, Lulu, and no, oh, Lulu, I love you. It's like, ah, 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 ah. And the alligator's like, ah, and it's like, I oh, saw that. It. I was like, like, I was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't move. I'm like, maybe Florida isn't that great. But I was in Florida. That was probably Florida. Well, of course, like, an alligator. They're in a boat with an alligator, so I assumed. But it was fucking like. Did the alligator <laughs> kill the dog, or did the dog get away? Oh no, no, that dog was lunch. That dog, they, they, you know, she got a little goodbye. And, oh no, Lulu, I love you. Yeah, she's just, you know, fuck, you know, you're not gonna go. What are you gonna do? Jump in after it? You only do yeah, that. No. Yeah. The guy was on the boat just watching it. He couldn't do anything. Nah, that that. No, thank you. I did. I did not see that, but I, I will watch it. Those are sad. Oh. 
Oh, it was sad. I was like, oh, I can't really watch that. I, I don't like that. And any kind of dog, by the way, it wouldn't matter if that was a Rottweiler. It probably wouldn't matter. If an alligator grabs you, you're fucked. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, especially dragging underwater. So, yeah, keep your dog away from the uh, keep your dog away from the beach, I guess. <laughs> that fucking morbid shit. Listen, Palin, what are you on the hubby watching? Anything new? I like to be. I'll tell you what I'm watching after. I'm going to keep you in suspense. I found the new show, Jimmy. Which, but listen, oh. Okay. Caitlin, you know, I want to find out what Caitlin's watching, but I'm going to keep everybody in suspense. But go ahead. The, I actually haven't been watching shows lately. I think the last show I watched, I've just been watching Shark Tank re- reruns. Oh. Um, and then I think the last show I watched was the one the the uh, the Cowboys. The uh, oh my god, what's it? You know the the <laughs> Cowboys. Uh, then the Ranch. They have the Ranch. Oh, the, they have the a Ranch. ranch. No, not the ranch. No, the there's Cowboys. a show called The Ranch, isn't there? <laughs> no, um, it's like no, wait, oh, Cowboys. Like, oh, wait, Peaky Blinders. No, no, no. Game Jimmy, of Thrones. Jimmy, it's the, like one of it's like one of the popular. I don't know, one of those popular. Yellowstone. Is I said yes. it already? It is Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yes. It is Yellowstone. Yeah. Jimmy? I love that show so much that I'm like, was looking up. I was like, oh my God, we should go on a vacation. We should go a couple days in Montana, go stay on a ranch. It was so expensive. But why is it so exciting to show when it's about a ranch? I don't know. I'm not into like, at first I was like, I'm not going to watch that show. I'm not into like Cowboys and stuff. That's not it. And everyone's like, no, watch it. It's okay. so good. Yeah. I want to watch it. I want to give it a chance. Yeah. Where, where is it on Yellowstone? Yeah, it was like some weird thing. Paramount. I, I had to buy some certain app for it, but it was worth it. It was good. But isn't it weird, though? Like now you see a show and people are like, where is it? You're like, fuck, I, that's how it is now. It's like, uh, is it Amazon, yeah. uh, HBO Max? I don't know. I don't even know. Sometimes I won't watch shows because I'm like, I can't even figure out how to get it. I have so many apps and stuff. I don't I don't know. I also watched the Woody Allen documentary series. I think that was the last thing I watched. Ooh. That was HBO Max. Yeah, that was good. Ooh. That was really good. I was I feel oh. like. Like not that man didn't like blow up as much as I thought it would, but I thought that was that was fucking creepy. Oh, it was creepy because the, the girl was like really young, no? Wasn't it? Yeah. seven. Yeah, she was it didn't it didn't make yeah. really was the father at seven, like he adopted the kid? No. Well, but he was I did had he adopted her? Maybe he did. I, I don't I never know. I, I th- think he did at that point. The mother, like he was like married to the mother who adopted uh, adopted the kid, but he was basically like the step like the dad stepdad for years. Wow. He was a creep and everyone covered it up. Oh my God. Such a creep. Yeah. That documentary did not, was not uh, particularly kind to Woody. That was not a good, yeah. uh, it wasn't about Definitely him not. being like he wasn't in the movies. It was more creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Not and it doesn't help. He looks like creepy. So when they show like, you know, they, they talk about it and then they show pictures of him and you're like, well, he looks like he would do something like that. <laughs> Jimmy, I love your, I love Jimmy's Woody Allen impersonation. Go ahead, Jimmy. That's it. That's all I do. <laughs> there you go. I love that. That's it. That's my whole Woody Allen. I don't do any of the words, just a little panicked mannerisms. Um, yeah, HBO Max did that. But it is hard to keep track of where you watch shit. Like, where are you right now? In my bedroom. Right now? Oh, sorry. Oh. Yes, Caitlin. <laughs> no, right now I'm in my car. I have. I'm actually sitting outside the salon. I have an eyelash appointment. Oh, what time? Like a minute? Uh, yeah, I. T- I think I told the producers when they texted me. I was like, ah, uh, I have a doctor's appointment. I actually lied. It's an eyelash appointment, but that's kind of uh-huh. the same. Wait, uh-huh. you have an eyelash? When? When are you fighting? This Saturday? Yeah, that's why I have to. I leave tomorrow, so I need to get them done now, so they're like fresh for the for, fresh for the fight. Speaking of grooming, I'm sorry. Can we, we're talking about grooming right now. Yo, you want to hear something funny? We, I, I, had a, um, I, had, I had a seminar at my place the other day with Dean Lister and um, OG of the Leg Locks. Good guy. Shout out to Dean yeah. Lister. And somebody took a picture. I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> Longo showed me. He goes, you dirty bastard. Can you cut your toenails? Somebody <laughs> took a picture <laughs> on my toenail and goes, somebody wrote like, yo, I was Sarah rolling with those fucking talons or some shit. Oh my God, so today, I, I cut my toenails, you bastards. But anyway, I get a text like 2.30 in the morning from Longo. That's when he sees something. He goes to sleep like fucking 4 a.m. He says, me yeah. a picture of my toenail from Twitter. Anyway, uh, hey, hey, listen, I'm, aren't you glad I shared that? Story? Yeah, <laughs> I actually, thanks, am. So I, like, I'm very happy to know that. 
Wait, why are you doing your eyelashes before a fight? Is it for the press you have to do before? I would have thought that you wouldn't, you know, it's, they're probably gonna get messed up, no? Uh, they usually do, but uh, I, I don't know. I just always get them done. I feel like like I don't, because I'm like training all the time, I don't wear makeup. So I like having my, my lashes done, kind of looks so good. But usually by the end of the fight, they're, they look good going into the fight. By the end of the fight, they're kind of like, you know, there's depending how the fight goes, sometimes there's not that many left, but uh, hopefully, hopefully I don't get touched and then they, they stay intact pretty good. Now you watch Shark Tank. I, I've never watched a whole lot of that show. Or, or do you have any products you've ever invented or like, or, or do you have that mindset where you're like, hey, this is something I kind of came up with or do you just like the show? Um, I'm more so just like the show. I like to pretend like be the critique of all the people that are doing stuff that I'm not, you know, they're coming on there and I like to like, you know, just kind of say like, Oh, that's horrible. They need to do this. And my favorite thing to do is after they go on and whether they make a deal or not, I look up the company and say where they're at now. It's kind of like my favorite part. Yes. Have you been wrong about anything? Like, is there anything, sorry, Matt, was there anything that you, you, you're like, Oh, what a piece of shit. And then it turned out like, Oh my God, that's an amazing product. No, some of them like make deals and then I look them up and they either don't have an Instagram or they're like out of business, you know, it seems to be more on that end. The ones that make it, you probably heard of the business already. Right. I don't know if he made the deal or not, but Henner Gracie was awesome on that. I saw his on there. His was a really good pitch. I don't really remember exactly what happened, but his was good. He, I'm telling you right now, that guy could talk. He he just. I mean, he, he it doesn't do, matter what he sells. Oh, he can do he it. Knows, oh, he's just so animated and he blends yeah. in his too. And he, he does the reversible hoodies, Jimmy. No. Oh. <laughs> what is it again? It's like no, a, it's a, hoodie, it's a hoodie that turns into a backpack. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so funny. He's like, what are you going to tie it around your waist? What are you going to do this yeah. style, that style? He's like, forget that. He takes it off. He puts a little backpack. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I haven't put him on yet, but. Yeah. I don't know if I would have a need for that, to be honest. I, Jimmy, you're training now. When you go to Tiger Showman's, you can get your little hoodie off and you put your little stuff in there. And you <laughs> over there. I just like to carry a bag. I just like to carry a bag. I have well, to go back he, soon. Now, listen, because you guys uh, you got me under these hot lights, you want to know what I was watching. Remember we talked yes. about that? We didn't bring it up again. I thought you were going to bring up. A, I thought you wanted to know what I was watching. No, but it's fun watching Caitlin look out the window, like helping for like, anything. With this. No, this car, this car, like pulled in next to me, and it had like a huge like eagle on it, and it was. I was like, "What the heck is that?" Was, oh, some electrician, but I don't know what the eagle's for. It's a beeb. What are you watching? Oh, yeah. What are you? Oh, yeah. What are you watching? You, hey, hey, Caitlin, Jimmy, guys, <laughs> what I'm, I'm streaming. Well, listen, I like when I it's find. It better be good. No, listen. Yeah. Oh, listen, Jimmy's going to like it. Do you know why? And don't, Jimmy, don't you dare X out of the screen. Stop well, it. I, I wouldn't. Listen to me. It, it's for grownups, but it has superheroes in it. <laughs> All right. Listen, All right, 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 listen, no, 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 listen. It's called I, Jupiter's Legacy. No, no, stop it. Listen to me. It's called Jupiter's <laughs> Legacy. And it's on Netflix. And it's about, it's very violent. A lot of death. And it's like, you, you ever watch The Boys from Amazon Prime? <laughs> I'm thinking faces. You ever watch, well, that's another, I'm losing you guys. Not at I'm all, losing. Caitlin. You, uh, you handle this. Um, yeah, that sounds cool. I'll check it out. Maybe I'll check it out during, during fight week. It's called Jupiter's Legacy. And people are going to watch it. And they're going to chime in and go, oh, no, that's a, it's on Netflix. And do, how about this? On you, what's trending? Go look what's trending on Netflix. Are you Netflix only, is good. If it's on am there, I the it's only new watching it? Am I the only nerd? No, there's a lot of other nerds out there watching this shit. All right, I'm sorry, Caitlin. I'm sorry. I'm fight. Yes, this is directed at Jimmy because he's teasing me all the time. You'd think I would be the bully. He fucking makes fun of me because I'm a grown man that likes comic books. And I don't mind that. I don't judge you, Jimmy, at all. Caitlin, I'm sorry you had to witness that. But you're a friend it's, okay. it's okay. Yeah. Let it out. Now, how do you like uh, – you've been married for a little while now. Do you guys have – Matt asked if you watch something together. Do you pretty much have the same taste in what you're watching? Or is it are, – are you like – do you really have to compromise? Or are you guys pretty easy with that? Um, no, we're pretty pretty good. I mean, when we're, like, not together, that's when I'll watch, like, you know, like, Kardashians and, like, and like Housewives. I'll kind of, like, leave that when I'm, like – I'm not, like, super obsessed with this. I don't have to watch it all the time, but – 
if, if I'm by myself, that's when I'll kind of binge on that stuff a little bit. But, um, but other than that, we're pretty much into the, to, into the same stuff. We actually just saw, started a podcast together. Um, oh. yeah. Yeah. Me and my husband, we call it's called a uh, burning the boats podcast. Um, we kind of talk a little bit about fights and relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I would love to. Oh, did you just ask me to go on the show? Or yeah, you, you want to come on? I would love to. We <laughs> Jimmy, have a, this is how I get on. Yeah. Wait, did, we have uh, a did, really good episode Jimmy, coming out tomorrow wait, with um Gregor Gillespie. Wait, wait, who's oh. going to be on tomorrow? Well, Jimmy's cringing at me, worming wor- no, my way up to the show. I, I don't. That was uncomfortable. I oh. Was that uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> no, my problem is first of all, I'm trying to support a show. Yeah, and second of all. I never get uncomfortable. Anyway, Jimmy, listen. Well, I'm supporting your show. Who was on? Gregor Gillespie? Yeah. Yeah, we had him on last night as soon as he got back from his fight. So we talk about, you know, he obviously had a big fight this weekend. So we talked to him all about that. And he's cool because he's so honest. Like a lot of fighters aren't aren't honest about like how they feel going into a fight or after a fight and stuff. And, you know, that's what, you know, he's obviously a good friend of ours. But, you know, it's pretty cool perspective after a big fight to actually hear his honest, not just like, Oh yeah, it, I I knew I was gonna win or something like that. You know, just like a like most fighters before a fight, they're always like, "Oh, I, I'm a one of war. I'm not scared. I'm gonna do everything." And it's like, all right, you don't have to say those those lines. You know, you can say how you feel. What was he saying? That was because uh, he he looked really good. Of course, I picked him to win. Um, as as I love Gregor Gillespie. Now, um, what was he saying? That was a uh, he was feeling tentative going in, or how was he feeling? Well, he said, de- yeah, definitely. He hasn't like, you know, he hasn't fought in a, wh- in a while. His last fight, he got knocked out. So there's always like those, you know, those those parts in your mind that you're like, uh, that was just a, you know, a good shot, right? Like, it's not going to happen again or all the time, you know? So he definitely leading like a little bit of doubt leading into it and then just like overcoming, you know, obviously he got tired in the first round, but, you know, what his kind of his mindset going into the second round. Wait, th- was that his first loss when he lost that last fight? Yeah. That was his first. Yeah. Isn't it always interesting? We talk a lot about that too, how people are going to respond. Cause some, some guys come right back and win the next fight. Like he was able to, and other guys will go on a skid. Um, it, it just seems like the, being undefeated, it becomes a part of their identity and it's kind of hard to overcome that. Yeah. And you just, you know, no matter how good you feel in training, you never know until you get in there. It's totally different. All right, Caitlin. Well, look, um, good luck this Saturday night. Have a safe trip to Houston. And you know we love you, and uh, we always enjoy talking to you. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. And Matt, we'll, uh, when I get back, we'll figure out when you can come on our podcast. Oh, I can't wait. I'll be in Texas. I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah. Matt right. will have his calendar with him. Did you just ask me to come on? I'm available. All right. That was awesome. <laughs> That's what I do. I get on there, though. All right, Caitlin. See you. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Gina. Hi, Gina. Gina, you're so funny. Let me, how are you, first of all? Do you hear us? I'm great. Last time I saw you, we were being beach babies in Abu Dhabi. Oh, I, I love that pool. There was like two oh, pools, man. and one of them's like the the pool where, I don't know, it's a little bit more social. Then there's another like hidden pool. Not hidden, but it's in the other, yeah. a little more quiet. And I like that. Yeah, I, first, like- I ran into you and Tim over there, like the very, I don't know, maybe like, how, what was that? It was like right after his fight. It was a, uh, what month was that? I don't know. It seems like yesterday. Abu Dhabi was amazing. 
But let me tell you, it was. It was so nice up there uh, on that rooftop pool. But let me tell you something. You're so funny. I love your Instagram. Where do you get these jokes from? Is it a joke book? Because let me tell you, Gina, I've been, people tell me to stop juggling bricks. And then one day it hit me. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes. I love it. That's yours. I did not even look that up. I remember that. that I, I kind of paraphrased it, but that was it. Oh, no. Tell me the no, that's perfect. That was that's perfect. perfect. My, my dad, honestly, is like a legit like dad joke kind of guy. I love it. Oh, no. It's so Jimmy. She does so the corniest jokes on there. <laughs> and there's always a picture of her just like doing something like a smile. It's so funny. It's, it's really <laughs> funny because she knows they're silly. And I and I that's the one that comes to mind. But there's a ton of them. And oh, I, you need to do more of those, Gina. Those are funny. It's going to be my thing, right? Funny and violent. That's what I want that to be my thing. That's basically my thing. That's my thing. And you wouldn't know it. That might be Jimmy's thing. Not the violent part. Wow. Or the funny part. I'm over too. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just enjoy watching both. I <laughs> love it. I just enjoy watching. Uh, now, this is your first time on the show, right? Matt and I were debating, but uh, I know you have not been on before. Matt said no, but that you had seen each other. You had not come on the show. Yeah, no. I think you interviewed Tim before, though. Yep. Yeah. And you were in the room. I might have been. I'm probably walking by. But this is the thing. I feel like I, I, I ran into everything. Every time I was in Abu Dhabi, I ran into you guys. Yeah. So I feel like I, I've talked to you a bunch. And then I get confused between this and the whole and in person. I don't know. Yeah. I used to fight. I smoked some reefer. You got to give me a pass on this. But I thought you were on the show. And we've been doing the show, Jimmy, for a minute. I know. I know. It's been a while. It's It's been a while. And sometimes they'll tell us. Someone has uh, never been on before and they have been on. And I don't remember that. My, my memory is so shit. Then uh, I'll be like, hey, well, it's nice to have you on the show for the first time. And like, well, I was on already. Like, oh, there's no way to fix that. I'm so excited to be on the show. Well, this thank you. Exciting. I was like, I was like, this is such a treat when, they, when uh, I got the message about it. I was like, oh, I like you guys' show. You guys are funny. Thank you. I think I said ages ago to have you on producers. I'm not yelling at Jimmy. I'm yelling at my producers. I, Jimmy, I said it ages ago. And it's usually after I see one of those Instagram posts. I go, ah, oh, she's funny. Get her on here. <laughs> and how is Awkward MMA doing? How is Tim Elliott? Oh, man, he's he's peachy keen. He's just taking care of my my skinny self and uh, just, being, just being that nice guy. We're just fighting back to back. It's just great. I guess the good part of dating or, or being engaged to someone who fights is you know how to address each other after a fight because people who don't do it like if the fight goes well you know how to and if it doesn't go well you both kind of know the mindset that the other one is in so it's not like uh somebody who doesn't know what to say if, if you lose a fight say right well i mean even even before too because you know how it is like it's like if there's the ups and downs we're like oh god am i gonna do good or am i gonna do great or you know and it's just like he just knows how to direct me and how to be like okay you're fine like calm down you're good at you're good at fist fighting, Gina. And I'm like, OK, all right. I believe you. You know, so it's it's a it's pretty great. It's honest. It's pretty. I, I'm, I've never been one. I don't want to date a fighter. I never wanted to date a fighter. And here I am engaged to a fighter. So it's uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy about it because it keeps my little my little noggin on track. So that's good for your. Your first discipline. Well, how'd you get involved with the martial arts? For the, the, so the I was actually a competitive figure skater growing up in Alaska. And um, my brother started doing, I know, I know. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> That's uh, cool though. It was, it was great. It, but you know, it really taught me that uh, I'm not built to be a figure skater. I, I, I do. I, I enjoyed I like to be competitive. I love to compete. Um, but in, in figure skating, it's very like who had the night, who had the, you know, the prettier dress or who it was very, a lot of, a lot of politics. There's a little tiny yeah. bit of politics and, and fighting, but I mean, if you knock someone out, you knock someone out. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Pretty black and white. And that's what I love about the sport. It's like the ultimate chess game of like, who's the most superior human. So it's Harding and Nancy Kerrigan is like the ultimate for you, right? Like you must have <laughs> yeah. the, the only combination of the two sports that we've ever seen, I think is probably that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's actually very true. I like that. The thing with fighting is we we've talked to a couple of fighters who take dancing and that type of movement. Um, how much does that help you? Uh, the ability to figure skate. Does that help you at all fighting? Could we, uh, it was a football player named Lynn Swan many years ago, who I reference all the time who used to take ballet. And he said, one of the things that really helped his movement, he's a, a wide receiver was the ballet. It, it, it helped his movement on the field. 
I can see that. Um, I think I really think any sort of a uh, other extracurricular activity you could do, you can in whatever way you want, you could spin it to, to either help you or hurt you. And everything I do, I'm like, oh, this is helping me. Like I started playing chess. I'm like, this is helping me. Um, but no, I think it definitely helps. My ankles are super flexible. So like getting an ankle lock or a heel hook on me is, is pretty tough because they just like kind of flop over. Um, shout out to ballet. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I think it's beneficial. I'll say it's beneficial. That's that's why I'm here now. <laughs> and with the the fighting arts, what what was the first art you got into? Now you said that you did the skating, skating, and then uh, I started. My brothers were in jujitsu, and they're like, "Gina, you should do jujitsu. It's great self defense, you know." And I was like, "Okay," and I did that, and I loved it. And then I had a box fight. Uh, I was 17 when I started training. I'm 32 now. I'm a dinosaur. But I love dinosaurs. Uh, dangerous. <laughs> dinosaurs are dangerous. Uh, they are. They're just big bony. I'm a big bony girl right now, so I'm the best dinosaur. Are you um, a good chess player? You know, uh, no, I'm terrible, but I'm getting better. You know, it's uh, <clears throat> James Krause is actually he's he's all about that jazz, and uh, Tim and I have just been trying to play back and forth, and it's. We're both pretty terrible at it, but eventually we'll be like less terrible. And then maybe one day we'll be good at it. So it's a, uh, it's a work in progress, but it really like, it really, you know, it's really good for your, your brain piece. I love it. But I'll ne- the weird part about chess is no matter how good you get at it, you realize that there's people who are just bored, like they're gifted. And no matter how much I play, I'll never be as good as they were at seven. Like I, I will never be able to do what they could do as a seven-year-old child ever. Yeah. Have you seen the, the, the movie or the show Queen's Gambit? I haven't. No, I watched the op- the part of the first episode, and then I got distracted. Uh, Do you like it? Uh, it was really good. It was really good, and that's partially what in the inspired all that. <laughs> really was a was like this. This chick was just a cute little cute chick that just uh, was and drank and did drugs and just was like badass at playing jazz. And I was like, I want to be like that. Minus like you know the drugs and stuff because yeah. I you know try to be a fist fighter and be really good at it. So you know, take I'll take parts where I can from it. How did you adapt to the striking? So you started with the jujitsu. The first time you, you got hit in the face or hit somebody in the face, how did you, how'd you adapt to that? You know what? That's the crazy thing is like when I talk to people, I'm like, oh, God, I hate getting hit in the face. I'm like, you know, it's really not that bad. Like I was not born to be a model and I'm OK with that. Um, I've got a big I mean, my nose is bigger now. Thanks to the people who have broken it in the past. Um, but yeah. but I'm, I'm OK with it. I can you know, I am. It's just like I said, like it's like it's the ultimate form of combat, like the most superior human. And I just, I love, I love that. I love competing. I just, I mean, and of course, like as females, females love to compete against each other in their own little way. But like, I just feel like this is the most, like the most badass form you can. Hell yeah. Queen stuff we're talking. Huh? Uh, What'd you say? I said, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's queen. Jimmy's cringing. I go, that's right. Some Queen B stuff we're talking. Yeah, girl, I was gonna go. Listen, I get gangster sometimes. Jimmy, could you stop cringing? You did it during the Caitlin hey, interview. Mean, no, here's what happened. I, tried to, I asked her to go. I, I said to Caitlin, she has a, a podcast. Kate, you know, And I said, oh, you want me on as a joke? And then Jimmy's like, because she kind of wanted to kind of make that same face. But anyway. No, here's what happened. That, here's what happened. Hold on. We, uh, uh, Caitlin was talking about her podcast. And she was like, yeah, we just started it. I'm doing this for my husband. And Matt goes, are you inviting me on? And, and she goes, I'm like, yeah, you could come on if you want to. I would for sure have you on my podcast if I have one. I might just make one up just so I can have you guys on there. My- Thank you so much, Gina. Gina, we like to ask people. Now, what are you and Tim Elliott watching? Are you streaming anything right now? Besides playing, you can't play chess all day. No. What are you guys got a favorite show you're watching? Are you watching a series? Uh, we've been watching this, uh, this pirate show on Netflix. Uh, show. I don't even know. I know. I was like, there's, there's so many zombie shows. I don't know what's called. Is that, you said a zombie? Oh, I, I watch, I love what? zombie shows. I love anything. Oh, zombie. You said pirate or zombie? What'd you say? Huh? This is pirate. 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 Is it black sails? No. It might be black sails. There's like a lot of pillaging and rape yes. and you know all that fun stuff. But it's it might be black sails. I don't know if that's on Netflix again. Is it Netflix? Sales. I don't know. It might, it might be Hulu. It could be Hulu. 
We, it's funny that we just talked to Caitlin about that. How when we like a show, there's so many play. Nobody, we don't even know where our favorite shows are anymore. It's like what platform it is. It's like it's very hard to tell someone to go watch a show. None of us know where this stuff is anymore. Oh, my new favorite one that we just watched. I, we binged it. Was a, it's on HBO Max. It's called Made for Love. It's very, it's it's very weird. It's like in the future, like these, like the super duper rich dude um, uh, marries this chick, and I, I don't know. It's 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 a it's very 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 weird, but uh, robots robots. It's it's. I mean, there are some robots. Like they go into this little like virtual world, and it can be whatever you want it to be. He's like, let's go to Paris, and they're like, oh, it's in Paris. That's beautiful, and like, and then they go somewhere else, and it, I don't know. It's I can't even explain it. It's just such a weird show. I like weird things. Like I'm a weird person, though, you know. So it's it works. <laughs> it works out. I'm gonna check that. But made out. for love. It's really, it's really good and really weird. We're, we're actually like rewatching it. There's just so much in it. Oh, yeah. rewatching, rewatching it. it. Yeah, Jimmy, it's not the rewatch. Yeah, I mean, when I you're guess. going through, that's how it's, you know it's a good show if you're going through a second time because there's so many things to watch. It's kind of hard to make myself rewatch something because there's so much stuff. Do you watch like a true crime or that type of stuff or documentaries or do you prefer um, a series? I love, uh, I love, yeah. I'm a big fan of like anything. I like murdery stuff. I like killing stuff, like crime stuff. I do. Yeah. But the, this is the thing though, is like my, my brain is so, I, I like, so ADD and I'm, I'm constantly like, especially around fight time. I'll be like, I'll be really into a show or really into whatever I'm watching. And then I'll be thinking of, I'll like literally be visualizing my fight and I'm like, Tim, what just happened? And then he'll have to fill me in on it all. And so I have a, I have a, I have a fish memory. We'll call it. Yeah. Um, so fish, remember the goldfish, yeah. There's a, a thing, a good one called Sons of Sam on Netflix um, about the whole Son of Sam case. Uh, yeah, I recommend that to you too. It's really interesting. Uh, very interesting if you like true crime stuff. I'm always hesitant to recommend shit because, you know, then all of a sudden it sucks. It's my fault. <laughs> oh, God, that was a terrible show. Yeah. No, Sons of Sam. Okay, yeah, definitely. It's like, stuff that, like yeah, I, I like I like weird, weird, violent, crimey fucked up kind of sorry if i'm allowed to say that word uh, oh is that okay we, we, I say the encourage, word? encourage it yeah we encourage it encourage it oh fuck yeah okay yeah perfect now, gina when you were growing up in uh, alaska did you always know you were going to remain how long were you there for and did you always kind of want to go somewhere else uh so i lived there till i was 18 so i was like born and raised um and then i moved to see i, I yeah i i knew that I loved Alaska. I still love Alaska. I think it's beautiful. It's an amazing place. But the thing is, there was like not a lot of room to grow there. And uh, I knew that if I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. That's the weird thing. I didn't really know I like wanted to fight. I didn't really know what I, I went to school for graphic design. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I was like, I knew whatever I did, I wasn't going to be able to reach my full potential in Alaska. So I, I up to moved and moved to Seattle and then Las Vegas for fighting. I was like, Oh, I want to be a fighter. And I moved to Las Vegas. And, uh, and now I'm in Missouri, so it's it's been a wild ride, but I like Missouri. You just pissed off a lot of people in igloos. They're like, ah! I know, I know, what a jerk. Igloos. What a jerk. <laughs> Why, there's more than igloos in Alaska. They're probably like, what is she talking about? I don't know. Gina. Yeah, you really made you a giant switch weather-wise. I mean, there's nothing, there's probably nothing comparable. How, how old were you the first time you actually got to the continental U.S.? Uh, so I visited a lot, oh, but, um, okay. but, li but living, so this, this is kind of funny. So when I was living in Alaska, I was literally raised off of like meat and fish that my dad hunted. So like caribou, moose, um, salmon, halibut, all that fun stuff. And I remember when I moved to Seattle, I was like, I went to the store and I was like, well, I'm going to buy ground beef. And I bought beef and I cooked it with a little bit of salt and pepper. And I was like, this has absolutely no flavor. Like it was just a weird, bizarre, it was just so weird to me. I didn't understand like why it was so like, cause I, cause I was raised off of, you know, that moose that my dad, you know, punted and stuff. It, it just, it just, it just tastes so different. It's just the texture is different. Um, but yeah, so like living in the state, but things are a lot more accessible here, like different fruits and vegetables. Cause everything has to all be like, outsourced there but um yeah it's it was definitely a big change and like living in a big city like we had one highway and then i moved to seattle and i'm like i'm not a great driver um i'm getting better <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah it was it was it's quite a change was, was the meat you were used to like a little gamier like wild meat and like uh kind of like a, a deer you know there's always they say that it's a gamey when you hunt your own food 
Yeah, I guess it's gamey, but it's, I mean, to me, I'm like, it's delicious. It's, uh, it's like, it's the norm. Uh, like my, my parents are up here visiting and they brought up some caribou and it's just, oh, just like the, even the color of it is just beautiful. It's like this deep, dark red. And it's, it's just like what I feel like what meat should be, but, uh, it's the best. Getting hungry, Jimmy. Oh my God. Yeah. I kind of want to go to Alaska. I kind of want to go and, and visit. You have to. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's beautiful there. Yeah. I've been there for looking for a fight. Oh yeah. Um, you have it. Yeah. with sarah yeah what's that with sarah uh, uh sarah the, the owner uh, blonde blonde gal oh yeah yeah no she's nice yeah we went to that uh what was it called alaska alaskan what the uh, hell was alaska fighting championship yes, yeah that's what like, i gotta guess that one right but uh <laughs> yeah 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 no they were so sweet out there everybody was so nice oh i bet yeah it's, it's alaska's a cool spot how fun. Oh, you, you can drive there, can't you? Isn't there a way to drive through Canada down to the States? Not anymore. Not not via, not post-COVID. Oh, um, COVID. Right, right, right. Yeah. The world's on fire. Um, I've actually ridden my snow machine from Toke, Alaska to Dawson, Canada at one, one time in my life. It was like 60 below and uh, got frostbite all over my face. And it was oh a 200-mile trip. It was really fun. But I was like, I did it when I think I was like 19. And so I was like, I can drink in Canada. This is cool. So I was like drinking beer with my dad. And it was really fun. And then you stayed <laughs> and then came fun. back or you came back the next day? We stayed for a few days and then you ride on back. and Yeah, different life. Were you dreading it that you got frostbite on your face that you have to go back? No, because you can't even feel it. I remember we pulled off to the stop. I was like, Dad, I can't feel my face. And he felt it. He's like, oh, you for sure have frostbite. So then you uh, actually put duct tape on your because I had I had. I had a, a mask, a closed helmet, you know, like all the things, and it still somehow got through. So what you do is you layer um, duct tape all around here, and and it helps with the frostbite. That see to me, I'd be scared that when you pull the tape off, it was going to rip skin off. That's what would scare me. And how long do you have to keep the tape on? Just until you're done with the cold ride, and then I'd wear it after, and then it, like you kind of because it's it's really warm. And then uh, you'd like, I kind of like sweat it off, but you know what they say? If you can't duck it, you got to fuck it. So I, I don't want to, <laughs> I never heard that, but I like it. <laughs> it rhymes. It's perfect. Yep. It sure is. <laughs> so uh, right. I mean, she's, getting, she's getting ready to fight yeah. in the cage and you're like, oh, but the tape, I pull it off. Jimmy, don't change the vibe. She's getting ready for combat, uh, man. I'm just saying. Don't fucking duck. Does it take an eyelash? What if it takes an eye? Come on. Change your board. Yeah, like exactly. Just because she's fighting doesn't mean that I have to have tape on my face and rip my skin off. It was a fair question. Um, what What are you leaving for uh, for Houston? We leave tomorrow morning. Oh, awesome! I'm so excited. Yeah, good luck against uh, Priscilla Cachuera, uh mm -hmm. Saturday night. And uh, thanks for coming on. Matt has asked for you many times. Oh, Jimmy, yes, Jimmy. Can I just add, Gina, a couple of things sure. here that I think is a good sign for what the things ahead for this weekend. One, you said you're 32 years old, right? Yes. And you're fighting in Houston. Yep. And you got a great personality. Oh, thanks. Well, I was 32 years old in Houston. I'm a pretty silly guy. I got the title. This is all, this is a good thing. Jimmy, Jimmy, these, do you understand, Jimmy, mm. that this is a sign? Okay. You're saying 32 is old. I don't think it's old. I had a good day in the office at 32 with a nice, young, fresh uh, George St. Pierre, 25 years old, Jimmy. In Houston, Jimmy. That's right. We're both silly. We're both silly. I got a little bit All better right. hair, but I'm just joking. <laughs> 100%. Gina, good luck, Gina. It's, I'm going to see you and Tim out there and, and James Krause. Oh, good. And I'll be out there. If you got the masks, just sometimes I see people, they don't got masks, and I just walk forward. I don't know. And then they get closer. I go, wow, it's Gina. Well, you all know yeah. with the hair. And I'm, I'm going to almost say hi. I'm going to say hi real quick. Yeah. Me, I'm just another bald man with a mask. You might not even know. You know, sometimes I say hello to people and they look at me like, Either they don't know me or they don't like me. I don't know. <laughs> they just don't recognize me. I don't think we have. Do we have to wear masks? Oh, shit. I don't even know. You, it's I like full show. It's, it's full 17,000 people. And it's. Wow. And the man. And the, apparently the, the mask. I, I think maybe the corner still. I don't know. But I apparently the mask thing is. Plus it's there. Texas. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. Might be different. Yeah. Rules. Yeah. Land of the free, man. Except you can't smoke kefir there. Well, you know, there's ways to get around everything. But hey, 
Listen, I just, I got arthritis. Hey, Gina, so I'm so happy. You're going to be back on again. Maybe we'll have you and Tim on together as like, you know. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know, he's a talk people. about that show. See if you can explain that show a little bit better about me. I know love. I'm terrible. You should watch it. So weird. You'd like it. It's weird. I like weird stuff. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Oh, man. Yeah, good talking to you guys, too. Uh, so when do you guys get when do you get there? I get there. Jimmy's not invited. I get there. No, Jimmy's not coming. I, he has to hold down the fort. I'm leaving on Wednesday morning early, so I'll get there sometime Wednesday. You see a, a, um, a tall, lanky black gentleman with, with a, a, a gray Papa Smurf beard and a short, stocky guy that looks kind of like uh, Jimmy's friend calls me a blow to Joe Rogan. I don't like that shit. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't care. You know, see us walking around. Say hello. Oh, I definitely will. Definitely will. I'll be, right, I'll be a skinny little dinosaur with pink hair, so hard to <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. Well, I'll see you out good there, buddy. You. All right. All the best. All Heck right, yeah. Gina. Have a good guy. Good luck. All right. Thank you, guys. See you Bye. soon. Bye-bye. Take care, Gina. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, Bobby. Hey, what's going on? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Young kid until he talks. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you realize he's a grown-ass man. And he looks like a very tall gentleman. How tall are you, Bobby? Like 6'2", six, 6'1". How did I know that already? Being a guy 5'6", I can just sense when a guy's tall. It's the way they look at the camera. You, you look at the camera like a tall guy. Like Matt and I are both shrimps. Yeah. So we know what a tall guy looks like when he looks at the uh, now, how many how many years you uh, you got drafted in uh, 2019, correct? Yes, 2019. Now, are you playing in the majors yet? Or are you still in? Uh, are you in AAA or are you uh, up up at the team? Um, actually, in AA now, right now. So, oh, AA. Yeah. What is the process to get in, into the uh, majors when you uh, from where you are now? So it'd be like you can get called up from AA, but uh, so you'd go from there to probably AAA, and then from there up to the big leagues, but. You never know what happens now, and especially now with this crazy years and last year and stuff. Because last year I was at the our alternate site, which is like the big leagues back, the big leaguers backups, and so that, that was pretty much AAA last year. But then now this is my first full actual like professional season, so they're starting me out in AA just to kind of get me more at bats and kind of get the feel of that that professional baseball. Now, right. what's the odds? Now you're the son of the 16-year major league pitcher Bobby Witt. So that's, I mean, it's got to be hard. It, was it hard to follow in, like, your father's footsteps with, uh, footsteps with a lot of comparisons and stuff like that? Yeah, growing up, it was always like, oh, you want to be like your dad. And I was always like, yeah, he played in the big leagues, but he was a pitcher, and I'm a position player. So it's kind of two separate, separate ways there. So I kind of got to reinvent myself and be Bobby Witt Jr., not just Bobby Witt, the he was like the pitcher. So I was trying to just kind of make my own journey. And that's kind of what I've been doing all my life. And now here I am today. So it was, it was pretty much the same. And I still get heckled a lot. Like, Oh, you're, you're not, you're like your dad yet and stuff, but by fans, but it's, it's fun. That's all fun. But yeah, just trying to make my own journey now. Did he want you to pitch? Did he, did he kind of, was he kind of hoping you would do what he did? For the most part, he really wanted me to do whatever I wanted to do. So whenever I was little, I would close games. I would come in from shortstop and pitch and I pitched throughout high school, but I knew that 
at the next level that I wouldn't be a pitcher. So that's where I kind of, and I loved hitting and I loved always being in the game because as a pitcher, you get to pitch every fifth day. And I just wanted to, I wanted to play every day. Who did your dad play for? Was he American or National League player? He played for six different teams. So he was with his last year was with the Diamondbacks, but most of his career was with the Rangers. So he's, he's done it both. Okay. Cause the National League, man, the difference is in the American League, um, the pitchers don't hit. Uh, there's something called a designated hitter, but in the National League, the pitcher hits. And I, I never like watching the pitcher because it was it's never good. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, even even I mean, you can't blame those guys either. They, they, you know, they hardly ever get a chance. You know, then they get to first base, maybe on a, a, a ground ball base hit. Then they walk out, they put a jacket on them so they don't uh, their arm doesn't. Uh... So, yeah, I, I did. Did he prefer to play for the American League or did he like to hit? Yeah, he well, growing up from Boston. He was always he's kind of that that hard nosed guy. So you know how that, that kind of is, but he, he loved, he hit throughout high school, but then when he gets to college, he, he just pitch and stuff, but his, he actually does have a home run in the big leagues when he was playing against the Dodgers. Oh. It was the Rangers playing against the Dodgers in an interleague game. And so he always, he's got that on me. He's like, Oh, how many big league home runs he have? And I've none, but he says it takes one to be a home run hitter. So he always yeah. busted me on that, but hopefully one day I'll, I'll pass him. Were you always like gifted, even in little league, or did they, did your did your father like was he worried at all like maybe pick a different profession or you were just killing it from day one? Yeah, I was always kind of like the littler guy throughout like little league and middle school and stuff. So I was never really like oh this this superstar. Like there were some guys we were playing that were we're in seventh eighth grade and they're committing to colleges, and so that was like huge back then and I was just always like slowly getting better and better each and every year and then kind of my freshman year in high school that's where I that's when I actually committed to the University of Oklahoma for baseball and that's whenever I kind of like realized that this is what I want to do well before that I always knew that 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 was my goal to play professional baseball but then is when I realized that like I there's a chance I can get drafted now and what what position I play infield mostly shortstop Oh, okay, but you you can. Uh, I think uh, A Rod didn't A Rod play shortstop before third base. I, I thought he might have switched positions or, or second. Yeah, those utility infield players, you'll always have a a job because there's always somebody hurt. There's always a team that needs a shortstop or second baseman or third baseman. So if you can play more than one position in the infield, you'll always uh, you'll always have a place to go. Those guys are really valuable. Oh yeah, definitely, and that's what. Wherever the team kind of wants me, I try to be as versatile as possible. So I hated ground balls. I played the league as a kid. I sucked at defense. And this, I, you don't realize how scary it is, okay? But when you're watching guys play real baseball, and there's a ground ball. Matt, have you ever fielded a ground ball? Like, uh, would you play when you were a kid, baseball? No, now? not too much. Dude, just a ground ball. And then you have to put your glove. The, the idea, all you're thinking of is this is going to come up and smash my teeth out. I, I'm never going to not be in awe of a guy who can field a ground ball uh, effortlessly. It's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah. It's a lot, of, a lot of practice, but I just, it's just kind of like taking a punch too, in a way you go on and on. You, you just kind of get, get the feel for it. No, I hate that too. See, I don't, I don't yeah. do that well either. Um, he doesn't like they, either one. <laughs> you watch the fights, right? Yeah. I love it. You do. Right. How'd you get into UFC? How'd you get into it? My dad has always been into it and he would watch and I just love just like the energy it brings. And that's kind of how I kind of play the game of baseball, just high energy, just going, leaving it all on the field. And he took me to my first fight. Well, he, he went, used to go to a lot of fights when kind of, he was still playing and stuff, but he took me to my first fight whenever uh, it was McGregor. I'm a huge McGregor guy. Yeah. It was McGregor and Khabib. That, that was my first fight. So ever since. Oh, shoot. That was pretty intense. That was an intense night. Yeah, it was. There was I think there was more fights in the crowd that night because he was like, oh, we got to get out of here. And I was like, no, no, this is, this is going to be like once in a lifetime right here. And so, but just before then, I'd, I still would always watch fights, but I was never, he was like, oh, I'm going to wait for you to kind of get older to kind of go out to the fights and kind of get that full experience and stuff. So I was, I think, 17 or 18 when we went out there and it was, it was incredible just going out to Vegas, seeing, seeing the fights, seeing that. And then I w recently I went to the, when McGregor faced Cerrone and that was, got the win on that one. So that was more victorious on that, but it, I just love this, the energy and just the, this, the hype everything brings. Like you don't really get that. It, baseball is kind of changing right now and you're kind of getting towards like the, the crazy, like the bat flips and all that stuff. And, but so, but 
fighting that's it's every night so i love just watching that yeah you saw a couple of good ones too that that was that shoulder poor cowboy lost yeah. uh uh this last uh fight too the f- first round um but yeah mcgregor could be now were you rooting for mcgregor or uh did you because people love him or hate him so uh which is why he's such a smart promoter because people will watch him to win or to lose now were you were pulling for him oh yeah that's he's he's my guy uh just from starting watching him when he kind of just be, began and then I was pulling for him and then I got like, I had the little McGregor shirt on and everything I got in my house in Arizona. I have a big old McGregor more, uh, there was called mural of him in there. And, and so I, I, I love him. I just, how I'm not that kind of guy, like how he is like timing up, like the cocky, the, how he comes about, but I just like watching it. It just, cause he's kind of able to back up his, his talk. And that's what I like to see like in the UFC stuff too. So the guys, they're not afraid to do anything. Jimmy's got a mural of uh, Ozzy Osbourne at his house. Yeah, yeah. So I you can't not. Yeah. <laughs> Before your time, it's your dad. He's the bite heads and bound a bad. <laughs> I'm sure he has to know Ozzy. You, you know who he is. Oh yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm sure somebody walks out to a song. You know, half the time that's like you know Mariana Rivera walked out to Enter Sandman for 15 mm-hmm. years. So sometimes you get turned on to some music just by somebody's uh, walkout, uh, walkout like a pitcher's walkout music. They have them like fighters do. They have, they have like something that they'll play and they'll walk out. Who else do you like besides McGregor? Is there anybody else that you watch? Cause I mean, he's fighting Poirier in the, uh, yeah. in the, uh, the third fight. Um, and, and again, he said he hadn't been fighting enough. He's like, you got to get your licks in. Um, and I guess he hadn't fought enough before that last fight. Um, what, what are your uh, thoughts on this, this next fight? And uh, who else do you like besides Connor? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Poirier will be fun. Rematch number three. And some, is that is that for the belt? I'm guessing. No. Or uh, no, 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 no. That's just a match. No, I still... That's just a match because uh, I think Poirier passed up a chance for the belt to fight Conor on a, a third time. I believe oh, that okay. was a uh, probably a financial decision. Because what do you think, Matt? I think Poirier will still be eligible. I mean, you know, if he beats Conor, if he does, and that's a big if. Um, there's still a chance that he's going to. Uh, you know, he'll still be available to fight for a belt if he wants one, uh, you know, in a fight or two after. So he's not losing I mean, anything if he, if he beats Connor. Well, I mean, if he beats Connor, I mean, I think he's going to have the the, uh, the UFC by the, you know, whatever he, I think he can call whatever shots he wants. You know what I mean? If you beat the biggest superstar in the, in the game, you know, and uh, he just came off and knocking him out. So what would stop him from fighting the winner of uh, Chandler? Chandler Oliveira, yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be an amazing fight in itself. Are you familiar with those two gentlemen? Yeah, Chandler. I, that's because I was going back to McGregor's last fight, and that's that's when he fought right last. And then just watching him and him calling out all the guys, and it was pretty fun. Just how they, that's like those are the guys I like. The guys that will they'll talk the talk, and then they'll they'll walk the walk as well. But yeah, that's that's the guy who was going to say Chandler. I'm excited to see him fight. Is that this weekend? It is. This, I believe this this, uh, this this Saturday, correct? This Saturday. Yeah. I should probably know that. Yeah, he uh, destroyed. Uh, he beat uh, Dan Hooker. Uh, who's yeah. really not an easy fight for anybody. And no, nobody saw that uh, first-round knockout coming like that, a devastating knockout. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Poirier could fight the winner. If, if he, Again, this is a big if he beats Conor. But I think yeah. either one of those guys wins, and they have a very short route to a uh, title shot if they want it. Um, so I think Poirier made the right move fighting Conor for the money. You're crazy not to. I mean, a third fight with yeah. Conor. You know, there's no bigger payday, I don't think, than fighting him. Um, and Diaz, uh, uh, Diaz's fight uh, got pushed back uh, because he got hurt in uh, he got hurt training. So they're, they're pushed back to uh, I think was it a month later, two weeks I, later. I heard it was like a month later. Yeah, it's a month. And, and Bobby, I was going to ask, what is your take on the? I mean, I know you're obviously pulling for Connor, but you think he's going to take Dustin in that rematch? I the, just with watching the last fight, I thought he had it under control. He just it was almost like he was too calm, you know, like he was, he was too like ready. He wasn't like his normal, like doing his dances before walking out, doing his, doing his crazy stuff. But I feel like he had the the first round and then the the second round, obviously what happened, but I I think he's going to get him this time. He's just from his watching his like social media posts and everything. I think he's going to be locked in and be back to himself and then try to, he's like kind of going like this and hopefully get him back, back up at that roller coaster. So I'm, I'm pulling for him big time, and I think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna pull it out for sure. 
Just uh, yeah, based UFC. on just coming back. Sorry, but uh, 263 in June is uh, Leon Edwards and uh, and Diaz. I, I knew they got pushed back. Nate got hurt in uh, in training. But yeah, they, they were talking about maybe a trilogy fight with Connor for him too. So uh, regardless of what happens with Diaz Edwards, um, maybe that's another fight for Connor um, as well if he wants. He seems to like these these uh, these trilogy fights. Um, Bobby, it was good meeting you, man. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I hope that you get where you want to go. When, when will you know if you're going to get uh, called up or it could just happen overnight? Is that how it works? Baseball. It's just, you're all doing it by ear. Really. It's, it could be tomorrow. It could be two years. You never know. So I just got to keep working and trying to get better each and every day. And that's what I'll keep doing. And thank you guys for having me. Of course. By the way, before I let you go, how, what did you think of the heads in the stands? The, uh, and remember in the beginning of COVID, they had those, uh, those like paper cutouts. Did you like those? Or did you think they were a little much? Yeah, I thought it was, it was pretty cool. Cause last year in Kaufman, we had like Patrick Mahomes out and cut out in the stands. So just kind of looking up there, like, is that actually him? But just seeing those guys, it was, it was funny. And some of them were getting hit by foul balls. Their heads were falling off. So it was, it was, right. it was fun to see. And yeah, they had the fake crowd noise. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It was fun. Well, good talking to you, Bobby. And, uh, you know, again, we'll keep our eye on the fight and we'll talk to you again. Bobby with Jr. Thanks a lot, buddy. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Uh, listen, really quick. Um, Marina Rodriguez got it done against Michelle Waterson. Yeah, she did. You know? Yeah, she did. I, oh, you picked. Well, you picked the winner on that one. Congratulate, My friend, congratulations. Okay. I think I had a pretty uh, good run this week. You might have. You might have. Uh, let's get right to that. Oh, you picked Neil Magny, too? Oh, you I did, yeah. Well, well, well first you of took all, Rodriguez as Alex well. Murano. Well, yeah, we picked him. We no, no, you picked Rodriguez. Alex Murano. Alex Murano defeated Donald Cerrone. Strikes round one. Uh, Alex looked like a man on a mission. Yep. He was confident in the pre-fight. He saw this as an opportunity. He jumped on it. And no way. No risk, no reward. So good for that kid. Good for Alex Morano. Morano, Very well-rounded guy. Uh, I I, I talk about season and opportunity. Good job, Alex. I want to see what's next for him. Fun, fun guy to watch. You know, he went after after it. Um, Yeah, we both had Cowboy in that fight. We both had Cowboy. And I I thought Neil Magny fought phenomenal versus a very, very tough Jeff Neal. um, uh, Going forward the whole time, Jeff Neal trying to land those shots, but I'll tell you, Neil Magny, man, he's gonna he's gonna fight you for that full fifteen minutes. Yep, doesn't matter. Full fifteen, twenty five, he can keep going. Yeah, because I thought that was phenomenal, and uh, it was a great night in general, Jimmy. I, I love it all. Oh, uh, by the way, that Gregor uh, Gillespie fight versus Diego Ferreira yeah. was just amazing. You know, that first round, you definitely like, yo, could Gregor even come out for the second round? That's how tired he was after that yeah. first round. Diego's. Even if it got to the floor, he's so hard to hold. Everything was looking on point. His takedown defense. The one thing is, it's very taxing. It's taxing to go for uh, takedowns for five minutes, and it's taxing to fight off takedowns and to get back up for five minutes. Yeah. It was a battle attrition, and it was it was uh, Gregor Gillespie's shape, his endurance, that that won him that fight, and his heart and his grit. Yeah, and that's why I picked him to win in the second round. Uh, that that's why. Uh, uh, I did pick Gregor Gillespie to be victorious in the South. I said submission, but it was a, it was a uh, TKO. Um, and also uh, 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 Delima over uh, Maurice Green uh, by decision. Um, I picked it round two TKO is incorrect. You were incorrect, but uh, you were correct when you said Gina Mazzani is fighting. She's fighting Priscilla. Uh, Cachoeira, yeah. Cachoeira. Cachoeira, 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 Priscilla Cachoeira. All right, Jimmy, I had such a good time today. I did have until five seconds ago. I had a great time until five seconds ago. Jimmy, it makes you smile. It makes you, it puts a little smile on that face that just brightens my day. (laughs) That's why I do it. That's why I do it right there. Jimmy, I'm going to say goodbye. Have a good trip. I'll see you next Monday. Oh, shoot. I will see you all next Monday, Jimmy. I'll, I'll be traveling back, I think. So you guys okay. might be away. I might be away from the Unfiltered Army for like a couple of days. You know, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to, I want to keep everybody in suspense who the guest hosts will be. Oh. <laughs> you're you're going to be gone be for friend. two. Uh, you may, oh, yes. <laughs> That's 
just terrible. I still. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Please don't make like you're happy about this, Jimmy. I'm not. Don't make like you're happy that you're not going to see me. When you realized that you're not going to see me for two weeks, I literally thought you were going to say two weeks. But you got uh, you were actually happy about it? No. These are these are tears. You see this? I'm not. I am honestly. Are they, are they, are they happy tears or are they sad tears? Those are probably the, the tears are cloud. Those are sad tears. I am not happy about it. Um, I don't like it. You hurt my feelings. I didn't mean it. I I, I didn't mean it. I love, I love you, buddy. You, pal. Either way, trip. I'm going to be texting you. Thank you, Jimmy. Goodbye, Unfiltered Army. See you, pal. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Dean Diaries on YouTube. Check that out, people. Yeah. Sorry, I got to plug that for my buddy, Dean Thomas. The Dean okay. Diaries, man. He's talking to Michael Chandler and asking all questions and stuff. Oh, Dean, who doesn't like to watch Dean Thomas? I know. He's awesome. He is awesome. Oh, do you want to plug anything? No, just the uh, new Chip podcast is up for those who are so inclined. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Yeah, bye. Whether you're shopping for grads, getting an early gift for dad, or just looking for a little something new or used for your shelf, you'll find it at HPB. And you'll get almost everything for an extra 20% off during the big sale at Half Price Books this Memorial Day weekend. Saturday, May 25th through Monday, May 27th. Save big in-store at your local Half Price Books and at HPB.com. Offer cannot be combined with other coupons. Exclusions apply. To learn more, visit HPB.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.